Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, to get 20, 20, 20, to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. This episode of Canada Land is brought to you by Douglas, a mattress that is trusted by more than 200,000 Canadians from coast to coast to coast. It's a great mattress at a very reasonable price point. Comes with a 20-year warranty and a great deal for our listeners. Douglas is giving you a free sleep bundle with each mattress purchase. Get the sheets, pillows, mattress, and pillow protectors free with your Douglas purchase today. Visit douglas.ca slash CanadaLand to claim this offer. That is douglas.ca slash CanadaLand. Hey, I need you to pay close attention to this message. It is not an ad. This is about CanadaLand and this is about you. You need to know that the news crisis is about to get a lot worse. You've heard about the layoffs. We're about to have news closures. And it's very likely that we're going to be seeing the defunding of the CBC. Where are you going to get your information from? What can you do about this? You can support CanadaLand. We need you to... And so for this month and this month only, you can become a CanadaLand supporter and get everything our supporters get for just $2 a month. That is an almost 80% discount. The clock is ticking on this. It disappears at the end of the month, and then we will not offer it. We need your support. We need to keep news coverage alive in Canada. Go right now to canadaland.com join. And thank you. John Semley, freelancer at The Globe and Mail and Toronto Star. Jessica Walker, co-host of the Foodstuffs podcast. Welcome to Shortcuts. We should say that we are guest hosting uh, in lieu of regular host and Canada Land Scion, uh, <laughs> Jesse Brown, who is celebrating Yom Kippur. Uh, happy atoning, Jesse. <laughs> So if you're joining us, uh, if you're a regular Canada Land listener or go to CanadaLandShow.com where you probably see a uh, YouTube video of Jesse's smiling face, you know that it is pledge drive season. Canada Land is 90% of the way towards the goal of launching its own arts and culture podcast. Jessica, do you think that would be exciting, uh, an arts and culture podcast sponsored by Canada Land? I'm ready for a Canada Land arts and culture podcast, that's Could, for sure. What do we have here? We have Q, that's it. Shad, <laughs> there needs to be more room for... Uh, and a little more argument involved, which I think we can bring to the table. Shad's too nice. Uh, <laughs> just kidding, Shad. Bless uh, him, bless um, him. Also, Canada Land recently published its first piece of long-form journalism, a long read that those of us sitting at our desks all day with nothing to do so enjoy. It was a piece of long-form journalism by Michael Lista about the Griffin Poetry Prize and its connection to a Saudi arms deal. If you support Canada Land, it means you'll get more long-form pieces like this that we all enjoy. If you can give a buck a month, that's great. If you can give more than that, 
that's better than great. There's more neat stuff that Canada Land wants to give you, so please give generously at patreon.com slash Canada Land. This episode of Shortcuts is also brought to you by FreshBooks, the painless billing solution for cloud accounting. FreshBooks makes it very simple for journalists, freelancers, small business people, and entrepreneurs to send invoices, track your expenses, and do your taxes. You can use FreshBooks free for 30 days by going to freshbooks.com slash Canada Land. If you do decide to become a paying member, tell them who sent you. You will be supporting this program. Thank you to FreshBooks. This episode is brought to you by the Center for Addiction and Mental Health, CAMH. We hear a lot about the opioid crisis. We talk a lot about the mental health crisis. These are serious problems. These problems affect us all. They've affected my life and my community. They're not intractable problems. I don't know what's going to solve them on a policy level, but day-to-day helping people, that's what CAMH does. They do it on the ground when people need help, and they do it through research. The team at CAMH gave our team a tour of their facilities, and we were really just blown away by the incredible heroic work that they're doing every day. They treat everyone with dignity, and their research is seeking and finding real solutions for everyone around the world. Help change mental health care forever. Your support will help CAMH build a future where no one is left behind. Donate at camh.ca slash CanadaLand to help CAMH treat addiction and build hope. This episode is brought to you by Douglas, a mattress trusted by more than 200,000 Canadians from coast to coast to coast. Trust is important. There are a lot of mattress lies out there, a lot of mattress liars. And I, I, I didn't intend the pun, but it occurred to me that there is one as I was saying those words. Listen, I am not lying to you. Uh, I have uh, experienced the Douglas mattress. It is an exceptional mattress at a surprisingly affordable price point. It is a mattress that sleeps cool, doesn't have that weird thing in the summer where the mattress gets like an oven. It's a very good product. It's delivered to your house in a box. You don't have to go to a big mattress store. It is a medium firm mattress, which is what Canadians prefer. And it comes with a 365-night trial and a 20-year warranty. What more can I tell you? Douglas is giving our listeners a free sleep bundle with each mattress purchase. Get the sheets, pillows, mattress, and pillow protectors free with your Douglas purchase today. Visit douglas.ca slash CanadaLand to claim this offer. Well, we do have a, a special guest. So yeah, we have Jane Litvinenko, CanadaLand editor in-house, chilling with John and I. Hey guys, you already did a better job of pronouncing my name than Jesse did. <laughs> yeah. well I'll done. take that. I Thank hope he's atoning for Thank it you. today. <laughs> yes. <laughs> so Jane, what's on your mind? Uh, Mohamed Fahmy is on my mind, who's a Canadian journalist who's been jailed in Egypt, in and out of jail in Egypt since December 2013. And he was finally pardoned today in a presidential pardon, which was uh, quite unexpected. And it's certainly not a win for Canadian politicians who've been sure advocating on his be- behalf, but widely criticized for not being loud enough. Yeah, well, can you kind of explain that a bit? Because I think a lot of people will read this. We're kind of in the eye of the storm right now, where it just happened, the stories are just coming out. But I can imagine by the end of the week, not only the papers and the press, but the candidates for prime minister spinning this in their favor, being this is a triumph. We got this guy out. And Rob Nicholson actually said that this was a priority of the government, and he's pleased that Fahmy's released, even though the Canadian government has been very widely criticized for not 
taking enough action on this. Uh, from my understanding, the Canadian embassy uh, in Egypt has been working on Fahmy's release, but all Stephen Harper has done is send out one tweet about it. That he didn't even compose. Yeah. <laughs> Stephen Harper, exactly. the keyboard activist. That's it. Did you see the letter that someone in his office sent to the CJFE? Yeah, I actually have it in front of me right now. Do you want me to read it? What are the yeah. odds? Yes. <laughs> prepared. Yes. Jane Lidvinenko. Always prepared. <laughs> On behalf of the Prime Minister, thank you for your correspondence regarding Mohamed Fahmy. We understand your special interest in this important matter and appreciate the opportunity to review your input. We know you will understand that because of the federal election, which has been called for October 19th, the Prime Minister is currently occupied with campaign activities and will be unable to respond personally. However, please know that we've taken careful note of your concerns. And they proceed to advise CJFE contact the Minister of State, Lynn Yellick. Now, this is the Prime Minister, <laughs> same Prime Minister of Canada, I must say, whose Facebook and social media feed, while he's campaigning, half of it is just like chilling on the bus with Ben, playing Xbox, reading my iPad with my wife, like Double where deuces. most people are out doing things. Him and his bus. Uh, <laughs> oh, yeah. Just be, super chill. Yeah. It's the most key relationship in his life. So I don't buy Entourage. that he doesn't yeah. have time to get an intern or sub-intern to formulate yet another supportive tweet. Exactly. I mean, this is basically the elevator music of responses. It yeah. doesn't say anything. It's so boring. It sounds so customer servicey. It sounds like I'm calling Telus or whoever. And yeah, they're just really trying to placate without saying, like you said. Absolutely. A damn thing. This is definitely a win for the activists in the media who've been very viciously advocating for all journalists jailed, not just mm-hmm. Fami uh, released. And it's actually uh, a few journalists are still remaining in jail. Now it's only Fami and his colleague who were released on pardon today, which he himself said he was very surprised by. I know that uh, Fami last night was thinking about the potential, maybe this might happen, but that he was so shocked. There's this beautiful video of him with his wife and yeah, he, you can just see it kind of hitting him and it, it really is beautiful. But um, yeah, was this a surprise or was this not a surprise? There have been a lot of false positives in this case. And I think the atmosphere around this potential release was of cautious optimism. It wasn't necessarily uh, entirely a surprise because uh, right now the Eid celebrations are going on. And that is when many governments in the Middle East choose to show their goodwill uh, and choose to pardon prisoners. Uh, They had hoped that last year this would happen same time last year, uh, which it didn't. But at the same time, Fahmy himself is very surprised by this release, and uh, so are his lawyers. So it's definitely a little bit of good news when they weren't sure it was going to come. Great news for Fahmy, obviously, and for the activists who work towards this, but we should be wary about yeah, letting our government and our leaders sort of co-opt it as absolutely. they almost certainly will. The Canadian government has asked Fami to give up his Egyptian citizenship a while back in order to secure his release, which he did. And it's still dragged on for almost a year after that. So I'm not sure how much journalists can rely on the help of the Canadian government if this type of situation ever happens again, which it could because this says nothing about journalistic freedom in Egypt. It's just a way to quiet a high profile file case before the Egyptian president has to appear at the UN National Council later uh, this month. Yeah, I just find it so interesting. He seems like a bargaining chip. That's not, I'm not the first person to use that word, but he seems like 
a commodity that's um, kind of being tossed around in global politics. Although brilliantly, he will be a journalist in residence at uh, University of British Columbia. So, which is awesome for them, and awesome congratulations them. to them. But uh, it's it's sad that considering how outspoken he was, really his number one advocate, right? And it's really sad to um, to know that he's not going to be kind of in the midst of of this area that probably needs a voice that is that strong and uh, that outspoken. So earlier this week, the Ottawa Citizen reported that there is a new sort of public affairs, public relations program, an anti-public relations program being released by the branch of National Defense in Canada, which Defense Staff General John Vance is calling the weaponization of public affairs. Uh, now, this is something that's been coming up in the news a lot lately, I would say, with regards to the conservative government, is that journalists are sort of upset that they're not going to be getting as many leaks from the government. Uh, this sort of program says that they'll only be helping friendly journalists with stories about the military. And if you're, and this is a quote, a pesky journalist, <laughs> there should be nothing but pesky journalists, mm-hmm. in my opinion. Uh, they're going to call your boss up and yell at you if you report a story in the way that the Department of Defense doesn't like. To this, I got to ask, what do journalists expect? What do journalists expect? And I don't understand really how they're using the word weaponization so freely. That is shocking to me. But this, it just seems like an affirmation of what has been happening and what will continue to happen. And it is completely predictable, especially from this government, I would expect. Well, see, that's the thing I don't know about. Is it a partisan thing? I mean, let's say, would the liberal uh, Department of Defense or branch of defense be willy-nilly handing out information that they didn't want anyone to know? I mean— I guess my version of things in my mind, in my made-up land, is that in the past, I guess with the conservatives— they are running a tight ship and anyone who were to sneak off down the hallway and slip a brown envelope would be found out and would be reprimanded in some way versus in the past, each representative can kind of speak for themselves where needed. Like if they didn't necessarily agree wholly with the party line, they might be able to slip convenient information. To me, I mean, I think government transparency is a good thing, but especially we're talking about, you know, the branch of defense, military affairs. There's a point where this sort of cry of among journalists for more transparency strikes me as naive, I guess. But in a way, I think it'll only end up hurting General John Vance because <laughs> phrases like weaponization of public affairs being strategically no. leaked in the media only makes them look like weird jingoists, even in terms of PR. So in the end of the day, the irony is it's not going to do them any favors at all. No. There's been a mountain of ink, Twitter posts, conversations, public and private crazy accusations, it's time for understanding. It's time to heal up because the world is a dark place. When dialogue and understanding breaks down in the press or on social media in our own homes, the forces of darkness stand around us and rub their sweaty fucking palms together. Four guys from Calgary chose a really bad band name. Four guys from Calgary also happened to make one of the best albums that came out of this country in a decade. And it's time to heal up. And it's time to let the music talk. Ladies and gentlemen, four guys from Calgary 
So that was uh, Dan Buckner. Beckner. Beckner, Buckner of uh, Operators, formerly of Wolf Parade, introducing four guys uh, from Calgary at the Polaris Prize. Did you watch the Polaris Prize stream Certainly the other night? I did not. I really didn't. I tuned in happenstantially <laughs> right when this was coming on, which was really the only thing I uh, was at all interested yeah, in. Yeah, you and the rest of the music-inclined country, I guess. Yeah, and uh, as he sort of said there, I mean, for one thing, that speech, especially if you saw it, he's kind of hunched over. It sounds like kind of bad Jello Briafra spoken word, you know, they're <laughs> rubbing their sweaty fucking faces. Yeah. But the controversy was around the band Viet Cong, uh, formerly known as formerly known as Viet Cong. I'm sorry if that's offensive. I don't. I have no other way of saying it. Really, mm-hmm. the People's National Liberation Army. And there was a lot of controversy. He said mountains of words, mountains of ink. Perhaps not ink. Ink's digital equivalent. Right. About if this is a racist band, if they should be forced to apologize at the Polaris Prize, if their name is silly. And certainly in my corner of the internet, it's all that people have been thinking about and talking about, it would seem. But I'm wondering if you have any sort of reaction to Dan's sort of claim that when this, when people are trying to establish a dialogue, it's actually tearing the media apart. Well, I just want to kind of dive into what you were talking about in your little synopsis and note that he didn't actually say anything specific. He was so hands-off. He was really, really elusive. Who are these dark forces that he's talking about? This is the overarching question that was going around my social media for sure. Facebook, Twitter has been a light to say the least, but I will out myself as someone who is not interested in this aspect of Canadian culture uh, directly, but I have a ton of friends who are involved, who are interested and who are invested. And I got to say, that was not a satisfactory <laughs> introduction on the night. And uh, and it is offensive that you know, he couldn't even call out what the name was. Was the name even said during... Fred Penner said it, which was kind of fun. Between him and Buffy St. Marie, I think probably the only people in the room to have a uh, actual lived historical memory of the Vietnam War. But I mean, I think the media sort of fallout that came after it, before there were a lot of pieces about uh, on Exclaim, it's not your history, it's not your thing to reclaim. And first of all, if I may say, maybe I should be doing PR for these guys or something. Uh, <laughs> but if you're in sort of like a heavy noise art rock, punk band, and you have an offensive name like this, it takes one sentence to be like, we're reclaiming this, we're taking back something that has historical trauma uh, in a sort of potent political way. You say that, admittedly, that's also kind of bullshit, and not everyone would buy it, but it's certainly better than saying, we picked the name because we thought it sounded cool, and when our bassist was holding his guitar, it looked like he was holding a gun. Work a little harder, everyone. (laughs) Yeah. But when you start kind of doubling back on this and saying, well, I think that this band's name is racist, you're essentially, I think, undermining the total spirit of the award. I mean, if a band called Stalin is Terrific uh, (laughs) made the best Canadian album in a year, I think that should be enough. So to me, that sort of attitude, if these sort of things are going to play into what the Polaris is supposed to be, I wonder why it exists. Is everyone familiar with the term gaslighting? Yes. Right? It's basically the idea of presenting with an issue and being told that you're crazy where you're not actually crazy. Someone's just telling you that you're crazy. I think that for a lot of people that I know that are small, small-time musicians or getting started or early on in their careers, hopefully, the whole thing is that it seems like a meritocracy, but this kind of outed itself as this is not a meritocracy. There is 
uh, status quo. There are people fighting for the status quo. You're not insane. Johnny Regalado has the proof for all to see uh, in black and white. And there's a brashness that um, comes through in all of that, an ego that comes through that amongst 200 jurors, I'm okay saying these really caustic things because I am cool enough that no one's going to out me or something like that. It was extremely off-putting and kind of reinforced my feeling about the whole situation to begin with. I mean, I had problems with that Canada Land story, if I may say. Mostly just publishing sort of private emails and forum stuff feels a bit dicey to me. Although, of course, I enjoyed the schadenfreude of seeing these people uh, sort of iced out like this. Um But if I may say, if there's one thing that stuck with me from this whole thing, uh, it's writers self-identifying as grammar nerds and correcting (laughs) other writers in an informal environment about uses of where versus where and it's versus it's. To detract from the main point that is happening, I will argue. Yeah, to detract from the main point that is happening, uh, I think that... Maybe it's just me, but if anyone identifies as a grammar nerd, you have to seriously reevaluate your life and what you're putting <laughs> stock in. Um, yeah, it's pretty so basic, maybe guys. at the end of the day, we can fix the Polaris by having fewer self-identified grammar <laughs> usage wonks on the jury. Uh, Steve Jordan, if you're listening, just my two cents. <laughs> So that was your Canada Land Shortcuts uh, guest-hosted Canada Land Shortcuts for this week. Jesse will be back. Of course, you can always email Jesse. He reads them all and he responds when he can. He's at jesse at canadalandshow.com and on Twitter at Jesse Brown. Jessica Walker, where can people find you? At Foodstuff's Life, which is for my podcast. And John Semley, where can people find you? At John Semley 3000. Follow me. Uh, get annoyed. Unfollow me by the end of the day. The website is at canadalandshow.com and the crowdfunding site is patreon.com slash canadaland. This show is produced by Katie Jensen. Who is amazing. Who is lovely and wonderful and so helpful. Uh, Jesse will be back for a new episode of Canada Land on Monday and the next episode of Canada Land Commons will be out on Tuesday. If you like this show, please support it. With money. Hey, I need you to pay close attention to this message. It is not an ad. This is about Canada Land and this is about you. You need to know that the news crisis is about to get a lot worse. You've heard about the layoffs. We're about to have news closures. And it's very likely that we're going to be seeing the defunding of the CBC. Where are you going to get your information from? What can you do about this? You can support Canada Land. We need you to. And so for this month and this month only, you can become a Canada Land supporter and get everything our supporters get for just $2 a month. That is an almost 80% discount. The clock is ticking on this. It disappears at the end of the month, and then we will not offer it. We need your support. We need to keep news coverage alive in Canada. Go right now to canadaland.com slash join. And thank you. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. 
A couple of years ago, a cop was shot dead on a deserted pier in the tiny nation of Belize. The only other person there that night was a frightened young woman found covered in blood. By all appearances, it was an open and shut case. But not in Belize, where this woman was connected to a mysterious billionaire who basically runs the place. Justice will not be served in this case. She's gonna get away with it. Or will she? White Devil, a Campside Media original. Listen wherever you get your podcasts.